Hey guys, I just wanted to say before we get into the podcast that there is some unusual echo going on and I'm not sure what's happening. So I'm gonna, I, I can't really fix that right now, but for the next one, I will definitely make sure that echo doesn't happen. I hope you guys can bear with it. It's not that bad. Hey guys, welcome to Unconventional Geek. We are in episode four of season zero. Yes, we're starting on season zero. Don't you dare question me. Uh... <laughs> I'm here with Prestige. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. And it, it focuses around creative community, but it also focuses around, you know, regular streamers. If you're if you're a new streamer to Twitch, you guys should stick around to the end because we got some great tips for y'all. So to quickly run off, we talk about how Prestige got started, how long he's been streaming. We talk about if he's going to switch over to an iPad from that drawing tablet that he uses. Ooh, Apple stuff. Everybody loves the apples. We also talk about commissions and how emotes and overlays and just the creative community in Twitch might be getting ripped off by streamers. How dare you, streamers? I am so appalled at y'all. Repelled? Repelled? Disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> so much fiery hate. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Uh, also, we talk about, you know, just tips on new creative streamers and streamers alike and how like good pointers for getting those emotes and overlays once you become an affiliate and how not to be a jerk because we know that we've all seen those memes where someone's being a dick to a creative person let's be honest treat your artists nicely please <laughs> yeah, yeah so why don't we just go into Give us a brief history of who you are and like how you got into streaming and why you do creative streaming, or at least I see you do creative streaming. Do you even game? Yeah, I <laughs> I don't stream gaming at all. So yeah, I'm just a creative streamer. I game sometimes. Sometimes I game, but uh, not that much. But I could just start off with a with a brief introduction of who I am. So my name is Preston Gomez. On the internet, I'm known as Prestizy. And um, how I got into streaming, well, it's really because I've been a Twitch lurker for a long time, ever since, uh, I guess, ever since the website first started, I guess did, that's when I Did you break the account. terms of services? <laughs> no, I don't think I did. I think it's 13. 13? I think. Oh, um, well, I'm not, oh, yeah, as in, like, how old do you have to be? Yeah, you have to oh, be, like, oh, 13. Come on, dude. <laughs> Dude, I'm I was way older than that. I was at least like sixteen, maybe. <laughs> Cause I was uh, when did Twitch first uh, get started? Cause I was uh, I'm 24 now. I was way older than 13. Come on now. I don't even know because when Twitch started. A lot of I think it was established in like 2012 or something. It was after I graduated. It was like around the time I was graduating high school. All right, yeah. Hold on. I thought Twitch was out <laughs> way before then. Way before then? No. 13. Damn you, Duck, duck Go! You let me down. 12. Where's my Wikipedia quick notes? 12, by the way. <laughs> it was 12? Yeah, yeah. I was a long-time lurker, all right? I was old enough. Okay? 2005. I was old enough to do things. 2005? No way. Yeah. Oh. It, because okay, it was maybe. Justin TV. It was Justin.TV. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. I wasn't around for Justin TV. Yeah. That was a uh, when it became Twitch. When it became Twitch, then yeah, <laughs> that was, that was... <laughs> trying to 
trying to get myself in trouble here. Like, oh, the recorder <laughs> over instantly. Nah. <laughs> no, no, but then, um, but yeah, that's when, uh, so pretty much I've been lurking, uh, when the creative section got started, that was like my opportunity, I think, or that's when the spark kind of hit me. I was like, oh my God, I could draw too. Might as well do this stuff. Like, um, but then again, those back then when creative first started, which was, um, I feel like my art skill level wasn't even good at the moment. So I wasn't ready. So that's why I didn't jump on the bandwagon instantly because I, I was super, I guess, um, like insecure of, you know, about my artwork at the time. I didn't want to share it with, with not even anyone. I, I, think I, didn't post artists, I think most artists are like, I had a hard time sharing like my real drawings online but then i had mm. i i got into like digital creation when i was like 13 so you know oh it, yeah but like that was photo manipulation and like creating these little yeah. sprites and stuff for gaia i don't know if you know if you oh, oh yeah on gaia online. oh yeah. yeah um but anyway sorry sorry dude <laughs> but yeah i was no yeah as a creative person i was super insecure about posting my stuff online or even live streaming it for that fact Dude, yeah, that's a huge, like, thing, you know? Like, I'm afraid to show people my sketchbook and then to even think about just airing it on the internet for who knows who knows who could see it, you know? While it's, you're it's doing crazy. it, too. It's it's not even, yeah. like, the finished product. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was for sure a leap of faith. It felt like I was just going to do something crazy, you know? I was definitely not ready. It was a lot of self-motivation and, I guess, pushing from other people. Like, I had my a few friends of mine actually kind of pushed me forward almost like just kind of forced me to do it because i've always been talking about like man i want to i want to be a twitch streamer yeah i want to start doing it but you know it's just just a little scary just uh actually doing it you know but it was all in my head at the end of the day right it's, it's just something it, you gotta like get it's over it's always that like you know we always make fun of that meme that shia LaBeouf basically did upon himself just do it but honestly <laughs> yeah. that's what it really comes down to is just do like getting out there and doing it really so oh my god dude that's always the hardest uh step for me is taking that very first one because in my mind i think that first step is like the hugest one and there might not even be concrete on the floor i could just be walking into you know a mud the pit. <laughs> <a> mud <laughs> pit. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly but then you know that's usually just my brain just kind of, you know, tricking myself out. So but, how long yeah. exactly have you been streaming? So I've been streaming for, I think, I guess like in January, it would be two years because I've been streaming. Uh, I started in 2016, the beginning mm -hmm. of January. Or wait, no, was it? Uh, oh, no, it was 2017 January. So we're yeah. counting that, right? Yeah. And then... um and I wasn't really streaming consistently. I was just like, you know, it's just kind of dabbling it, you know? <laughs> that first step wasn't really a step. It was just like, you know, a little tippy-toe, right? So it was Checking just the water. every now and then. Yeah, yeah, just testing the waters, testing to see if I, if I like it, if it's kind of fun. And then after, like, doing it for, like, six months, um, I, I kind of started to get, like, a better flow, a better, like, uh, I guess I started getting better at it in general. And... um but then I took a hiatus for like a long time for like, I guess another like three, four months. And so I kind of like had to start over from scratch again, just building up that, uh, I guess like that skill level in the audience. So I like to say, pe tell people that the real time 
was would be like maybe like a year and a half or something. But yeah, two years is pretty much how how long. You you say you took a hiatus and it's only like three months when my hiatus was six months to a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like um I guess it was like like three, four months or so. Yeah, I mean, so, it, if yeah. if you're doing it and you you feel and you're like constantly watching those numbers, it can wear you out too. Like just like the, yeah. the thought, like it wears you out. It definitely does. It's um, it was that, and I think um, I was like moving. I guess I moved from San Francisco to to the East Bay, and then um, it was just like that transition kind of like messed up my flow, and um, yeah, I just didn't even feel like doing it at that time too. But then that's until I became an affiliate and started to really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, you know, I was like, all right, we're, we're going to do this all the time now. And I guess like a year after that now, you know, it's 2018, end of 2018, still trying to go strong with the streaming. I mean, you're going strong and you have a pretty good community behind you that supports you. And they're pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're very fun. I definitely agree. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Sorry, the ghost thing. I I remember the ghost thing from what was that Thanksgiving or whatever? Whenever that was. Uh, no, before Thanksgiving, you were a ghost. A Halloween ghost. I can't believe. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a, I put on a Pusheen costume. It was a Pusheen onesie, but then it looked hella lame just by itself. So I just like uh, like in the you know how you, I, I had a green screen behind me, and so in the mm-hmm. filters. I just made myself more transparent. <laughs> You're like, like opacity. Like <laughs> yeah. like, I'm a ghost, guys. <laughs> so do you, like, you say that you game not on stream, but do you watch other streamers who are gamers? Um, I watch a lot of, like, um, Smash Bros. tournaments. Like, oh, so, um, so you're ready. You're ready for this new season to come up with yeah, the new yes, game. Sir. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not. I'm not that ready. I don't have a switch yet, but I'm yeah. mentally ready. <laughs> Get one. I'll challenge yeah. you. Let's go. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to like get really good at this game. Um, that's like Smash Brothers is like one of the very few games that I'll play consistently and not really get bored of. It's like, like I love fighting games. I love beating up my friends. It's it's great. So what you're saying is 2019 is going to be the year of Prestige the Gamer <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. Yeah, I might stream maybe like one one day a week. You know, I still want to be mainly an artist streamer, but I kind of want to dabble in on some uh, some Smash Bros content as well. Just because I love the characters. And I've been playing Smash Bros since, uh, since the 64 version came out on the 64. Or I didn't, 64 version. I didn't uh, yeah, play Nintendo it 64. much then. I played it on the GameCube and I played some on the 64, but I could never mm. get into it. But maybe that's because I never really kept with my Nintendo consoles long. Mm. So, like when the GameCube was out, I got rid of it because I was playing oh, the Xbox goodness. and the PS. I was playing the PlayStation uh, 2 and the Xbox more. Yeah. I I got rid mm. of the Xbox because I wasn't playing it enough, and then I had the place. I, I, I worked hard for my consoles. I did a lot of chores for these consoles. <laughs> yeah. When they were Yeah, yeah. Out. So <laughs> you like you just look at it as an upgrade whenever you, a new yeah. console comes out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But how would you get rid of it? Would you like do GameStop or something? So because you know Craigslist wasn't a thing, and also people generally yeah. frown upon people or kids 
particular because you know I wasn't at high school yet until PlayStation Four came out because I, I'm slightly young. I'm 26. I'm getting old. I feel it. No, I'm just kidding. Not old at all, man. <laughs> but PlayStation Four was like the first one where. I really felt how GameStop screwed me over <laughs> because oh, I traded man. I traded in all my games, all my games for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, controllers, the consoles, and oh, all I had God. left was a PlayStation 4. I got it for free. <laughs> okay, that covered all of it. It covered all of, of it, but yeah, that's a lot of stuff that I gave up just for PlayStation yeah. 4. But then that led me into Destiny, and my friend introducing me into his gaming group who was getting into Destiny, which then brought me into the path that I'm on now. So mm. everything happened, so it, it was awesome. That, that's, that was the Destiny right there. <laughs> oh, God. You, know, you, had, you had to get rid of those games. <laughs> Daddy easy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so back to streaming creatively. Uh, okay, yeah, art stream. Art yes. stuff. Um, so when you started out, did you have your tablet that you have, or not tablet, mm -hmm. you have a screen, an interactive screen, mm -hmm. correct? Uh, did yes. you have that yeah. when you started out, or did were you doing the camera down with just like pencil and paper and things like that? Oh, yeah. I've always been streaming digital art. I'm actually not that great with um, just pencil and paper. Well, I guess I'm, I'm okay with that, but like I feel like my, my strength – uh, lies in digital art so that, that's what i for sure streamed um but I, I guess i did upgrade i had like a tiny little bamboo wacom bamboo tablet yeah it's like it, it didn't have a display on it at all it was just like a little 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 flat thingy uh, that i just they draw on i salute you because i cannot use i can't even use my big bam or wake wacom wacom tablet that i have oh yeah like, i well, can use it um where, where's the box hold on <laughs> It's like the pro something. It's like Ooh. the paper one or whatever. And I don't even use the paper part. It was just like on sale or something along those lines. Oh. So I was like, why not? And, why not? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't use my original one. So I had one like from way back. So when I first got into digital art, like Photoshop and stuff, I had gotten one. My mom had, uh, she bought one for like my birthday or something like that. Oh, that's and cool. I couldn't get a like the hang of it, like having that in front of me and then looking at the screen to draw. It just threw me off completely because I had oh always drawn. God. I had always drawn with paper in front of me, yeah. and like seeing what yeah. was directly in front of me. Yeah, it's such a weird thing to get used to, man. Like it took me like at least like a month to get used to like the Wacom Bamboo. But once I upgraded to the display tablet, the one I'm using now, oh my god, it was just. It was just night and day. Like, I just can't go back. I cannot go dude, back to you're that. like, I can never go back. <laughs> yeah, never again, dude. <laughs> I've actually, so, you know, um, the the iPad, the newest one came out. Even when the first iPad Pro that yes. came out with the pencil, whenever the pencil was released, was that last year mm -hmm. or the year before that? I don't remember. Yeah, it was last year. I was looking at it, and I was going, I think that's what I want to use to draw. Yeah. But I, but I ended up getting the wacom the wacom tablet that the same year instead and in my head i'm going now looking back i'm like i could have just saved up a little bit extra and got the ipad <laughs> but I mean, are you gonna get this new one 
This new I, one is. Really I don't cool. know. I, I'm going. I'm. I'm switching back and forth between the slate, the mm-hmm. the Pixel Slate and the iPad Pro, with the pencil, mm-hmm. and and that's like the iPad Pro is winning just because I've seen someone edit 4K video on the iPad. Like they imported it from the camera oh onto the iPad, wow. edited it right there on the iPad. And it just blew my mind away. Like, <laughs> I talked about this slightly in my last podcast, but this this it blew my mind away. It was so smooth. Like they they weren't doing like you know bringing down memes and stuff or anything yeah. super big, but they still did color correction. They still did like color correction, audio correction, and they sliced it up and put it into form. And it's just like that that's perfect for when you're on the go and you're just trying to create vlogs or something quick. Like, Dude, hell yeah. Yes. Not, not even trying to cheat your audience out of content, but it's a lot of work even just doing what I just said. Like it, you're like, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. only four steps, but you know, <laughs> it takes well, like those are big four steps. <laughs> yeah. It takes like, Oh, and then finding music. Holy crap. Finding music takes forever uh, <laughs> when you're doing those types of things. And if you um, don't want to use like the ones that like YouTube gives you, you know, yeah, it'd be a little so, bit different. So, has like with the iPad coming out, have you thought about going and getting an iPad and using it? Because oh, you could you could technically stream from it too. Yeah. Um, and but I know that you don't actually have an Apple product, or at least an yeah, iPhone. I, or I don't. do you have any Apple product, Mister 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 Guy? Guy that works there. <laughs> Uh, no, I actually don't have any Apple products. I have, they gave me like a, an Apple, like a Hydro Flask with an Apple logo on it. I guess that's, that's the closest thing. Is it a smart flask? Does it tell you when to drink <laughs> no. or when you need to drink? Your stress levels are too high. Take a sip it, of <laughs> it just looks pretty. That's it. <laughs> that's a weird yeah, thing to, for them to give you though. Like, is it a flask or are you saying like a, like a water bottle? It's a hydro flask, so it's like a yeah, it's like a water bottle. Oh, okay. I'm I'm over here thinking like a whiskey shot flask, and then you hide no, <laughs> like, they're not that weird. cool. I'm like that's a weird <laughs> thing for Apple to give you. <laughs> yeah, dude. If I did get the the iPad, that would be the first product I would have, and um, you know, just reading about the specs on it, it's it's pretty souped up. It's like a it's a really powerful device, you know. Like the iPhones, uh, the new iPhones, they they all have like this A12 chip, and this one has yeah. like a A12X, and it's like it's super like fast. Like their pro version that. of the chip, whatever that means. Yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah, can explain it. It's, it's just it just has a letter next to it, and it's like, yeah, okay, it's better somehow. <laughs> it's like putting racing stripes on your car. It goes faster. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, it really does. <laughs> Apple's like. We'll just say magic inside the PowerPoint, and everybody will clap their hands. Clap. <laughs> There's a sign, of course, that says, please clap. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. I, I've actually always wondered that because I kind of wanted to go to one of those, you know, like, just see, like, if some of those ones seem dead, like, if you go to, like, the Microsoft ones. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, watch them, and I'm just like, this This kind of breaks my heart, you know? I feel bad they, for they them. They have to be, like, commanded to clap. <laughs> I don't think that's a real reaction. I think that's a BlackBerry, like a BlackBerry presentation. I'm pretty sure that's what happens nowadays. Like, <laughs> they still have though, presentations. Don't don't get me wrong. BlackBerry has some pretty good security, but their devices, um, they 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 came to the Android market way too late. Oh, I bet. I haven't even like heard 
of any products by them at all. So, oh yeah, they're they're not advertised <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Jesus. So so, which iPad would you go for, the 11 inch or the 12 inch? 12.9 for sure. I want the largest one so I could move my arms while I draw. And, and, then, um, and then you want that yeah. one terabyte, don't you? I want. Uh, actually, I don't know. Because no. um, because I do have um, like I've been like storing Photoshop files for pretty much maybe three years, and I'm barely breaking a hundred gigs. So hmm. I feel like a terabyte would be a little bit overkill. And I've you know I'm I make a lot of I pretty much make a Photoshop file every day. And, um, yeah, it's it, you make some spectacular Photoshop files every day, but yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like yeah, filled with like hundreds of or not hundreds, but like a lot of layers too. Yeah, and so I just feel like the I'm only gonna hold Photoshop files in that device, so I feel like uh, you know a turbine is oh, a little bit overkill, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Oh god, my so maybe like the 200, 200 gigs, two fifty six. Two fifty. Yeah, I was gonna say two fifty six yeah. one. I think is what they have. Yeah. All right. So when when I first came to your stream, I don't even know if it was the first one, but it was like roughly the first or second one I had ever seen. And we we got into this discussion about com uh, commissions and pricing and the creative market on Twitch. Oh yeah. Or for Twitch. And I don't know how, but this was like one of the first things that I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about a podcast. We should do this. Right. And oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that real quick? Which part? Um, just uh, like right after um, the commissions and stuff, my you went a little bit mute. Look, I know I mumble, but gosh, that's just. Oh, no, no. No, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we we started talking about commissions, right? And then I just I had I was like I had already been thinking about doing a podcast for a while, and some friends had mm -hmm. suggested it to me since I ask way too many questions on the most basic of things. Um, <laughs> but so the the commission market, we, we we decided to like we wanted to do a podcast episode based upon the commission market, right? And like yeah. the pricing, and if it is even worth it, or if they sh they're yeah. charging the right amount. So yeah, le let's start off. I'm gonna try to play devil's advocate because I already know like we both have our opinions and they're really similar. But I think I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this one. So why don't you okay. go ahead and like start off? Start us off. How do you feel the commission area or just like the creative market is on stream, uh, Steam or? God, Twitch right now, gosh. Yeah, Twitch, like for, right? Yeah. For early streamers and even ones who have been around for a while. Okay, so I do feel like as a as a creative streamer, so I'm, I'm an artist that, that also streams, so I kind of understand both sides of like wanting to get an emote done or, and you know, and doing an emote for someone. Um, so I would say I desperately think that emotes are super underpriced right now. Um, so if you're a streamer, this is good news. You're going to get emails for dummy ass cheap and you'll make that money back in like a, a day or a month, you know? Um, because like emails are the average for the average commission price for emails is like $30 for an artist that's, you know, not that well known perhaps, or, or just like the app, that's the average one and higher, higher end. Um, I would know, say that's even, that's even more expensive than what I've seen. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, yeah. It goes even lower. And then the higher end is like around 65 or so. 
from what I've seen, of people doing like huge streamers, right? Huge streamer You've names. Seen people charge sixty five dollars for an emote. Yeah. Oh. And that's like that's I thought that was okay, but even then I still feel like that's a little underpriced. Well, that's so, just just because I'm I'm looking at the value of the emotes themselves. I don't think we're so like what, really looking at that. There's streamers out there who like get their emotes done every season or for like I know a partner streamer who I've been watching and she's getting her emotes done. She gets them done like every season and there's 28 of them like mm. when when you put it on an affiliates level it's a little like you're like it's a little low because you're only doing about three maybe mm -hmm. a couple more for their discord if they have a discord right but yeah. like when you're going to a partner level you're talking 28 emotes and does that more. change like every like you say it Part changes every season well, that's up to them, really. I'm just saying, like, this particular yeah. partner, she, like, maybe okay. she worked up something with her artist or whatever, but, like, to get a discount if she says, like, hey, do my emotes for the year or something like that, I don't know. But I, I'm just going, wow, that's 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 going to be a lot of money for that artist yeah. if they say, I want all these emotes. Even half of 28, that's 14. So you're talking 14 yeah. emotes that, if it's their mascot, has to get redone for the holidays for Halloween, right, whatever yeah. season they want to do, right? That is That's a very a, yeah. extreme situation, though, comparatively. Yeah. Like, I guess the average, that would be, you know, that will be good. It will give the artist a lot of work every season, like consistent work, so that's kind of cool, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how much they're charging, so I don't know how much yeah. the artist is making, but um, hopefully they're getting a pretty penny. Um but then, on average, people don't like change their emotes like that, you know. Yeah, like a normal stream or a smaller streamer, normal too, since affiliates probably make up more platform than partners right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably only getting them done like once a year, maybe if they yeah. stick with it. Uh huh. And yeah, I and actually, that's, that's reasonable for sure. And, and um, I'm actually just... having a hard time coming to changing mine because my mascot would then have to change if I wanted to change <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. It causes a whole bunch of things because emotes pretty much represent your brand and your stream. Uh, and then I feel like that's super important. That has a ton of value. Like a lot. Like emotes are pretty much used to hype, hype other streams out. You know, like uh, people use them to... People use them in other streams, right? So that's yeah. kind of like word of mouth in a way. So that's that's the next level marketing, and just it gets people to know about you. And then, um, so that has that level, that level to boost awareness. And then also, people are also paying five, like four ninety nine for them, nine ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, and it stacks up by how many subscribers they have. And I just and then these artists are only getting paid thirty dollars for yeah, and and their work that. can be used in whatever fashion they want unless they've already specified like, hey, I own the rights to this, you know. So, yeah, which I'm sure I don't think artists are even saying that. I actually <laughs> like, I don't even think they. Think I they recently, are. Uh, someone had came to me with a request on mascots and branding, and this was obviously after we had the initial conversation. And where I came yeah. up with this, like, maybe they should start reserving rights to, like, withhold the 
the mascot until they pay a greater fee or whatnot, you know? Like, yeah, it, it's a lot. And it's, uh, it's like you said, it's definitely an underpriced market, but there are a lot, it's a lot of turnaround in the market as well. Uh, you have yeah. people who become affiliates or, and then they lose their steam or they take hiatuses. <laughs> and then basically when you take a hiatus, you're basically back to square one and need to rebrand, not mm-hmm. rebrand fully, but you know, at least yeah, start, start over somehow, start over in some, in some way. Yeah. And, um, I guess uh, at the very low level, since these streamers aren't making money from it, um, there could be an argument like, oh, since we're not making money from this, why should we pay so much for these emotes? Um, but then, I mean, that's sh- money shouldn't, money isn't always like the, this is pretty much an investment into your business, I think, right? Yeah. It, uh, it's it's essentially like from- business cards. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh exactly. It's the internet business card emotes. <laughs> well, at least that tier one is for sure. Like that tier yeah, one. That's tier one. Yeah. So for for those streamers coming up, your tier one emote should be your brand. It should be catchy, but it should be something that can be easily identified. Like that when I say brand, like it should be easily identified. And you should make sure that you're using that at least tier one everywhere. Like that should be your logo basically at that point. Oh yeah. <laughs> or at least That's your a- mascot that you put on all your panels or on your overlay or something. Mm-hmm. And it's um, pretty easy for people to get with that Amazon prime. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with that Twitch prime account going on. And yeah. I've actually been more inclined to subscribe now because of those, the advertisements have been bugging the crap out of me. But not everybody, <laughs> not everybody can afford to subscribe to multiple people. So it's like, I I take, I I uh, I I've been like certain people who I watch on like a weekly. I subscribe to them because I don't want ads every time I go to their stream. Like I'll load five streamers up in the background and then just like go through each one, saying hi and like doing different things. Like I don't even use a yeah. multi Twitch when I'm just like winding down for the day. And that's actually really bad for me. (laughs) Yeah. And that's really bad for me to say because I, I'm a creator of a multi Twitch type site. So it's like, you don't use a multi Twitch. I'm like, look, it's just when I'm winding down, I don't have the, I don't feel like using a multi Twitch. Now, if I'm lurking, sure. I'll use a multi Twitch all I want, but that's a different story in itself. So yeah. Damn dude. That makes me want to start using that too. sounds useful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like with these deep dives on or with these like commissions and things, I know that you have a website and you list out your commissions and you'll do like single characters and things and that's normal art commissions. But with oh, yeah. Twitch Twitch streaming you have overlays which I feel like right now are kind of flooded because you get such premium ones from like slobs or from well, when Bebo was around Bebo and like mm. all these places are coming out with free templates. It's like what entices that affiliate to get their own versus using oh, one of those? Um, like, do you feel like that's going to hurt the market or do you feel like that's going to drive prices up because artists aren't getting as much work? Um. Well, I feel like just in general, getting your own overlay that's very tailored to you and specifically is a lot more beneficial than getting a template. Mostly because um, this is your stream and you should definitely have a specific brand that these templates will not cater to. And you need to stand out somehow. 
and um getting your own custom made stuff is the only way to do that these templates are gonna you're not gonna i mean you could try it maybe you'll get lucky get a template that could actually that kind of fits with what you're trying to do but you're going to be getting the same template that all these other streamers got and it's how, how are you going to stick out sticking out is the main thing that you need to do as a streamer and it would be kind of silly to not get your own custom made like overlay see i don't really have to worry about that because i'm a i make my own <laughs> you're just like i draw it. <laughs> i just do it <laughs> yeah, and, yeah and you, you know what's funny it wasn't until like the second or third time i was in your stream that i realized that your name is actually like a play on words for like speak easy press easy <laughs> like e even with the bar scene in your stream it it did not dawn i mean you know sometimes i i don't pick up on these things but i think oh, that don't worry. <laughs> i think that was also because your your community that you have in your stream is very interactive and they're very talkative even amongst themselves like it, yeah don't worry it took me a while to like come up with that too it's, 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 like uh, it's pretty it seems like an obvious thing because nothing rhymes with speaky or prestige at all it's like oh what can i do to rhyme with prestige oh so you had the What's name first before you yeah. had oh yeah before i had okay. the bar yeah interesting the bar theme. yeah did did a, a community member or you know one of your fellow followers help you come up with that or did you just like um you know, I actually don't remember. I feel I want to say I came up with it, but I don't think I did. I think someone in the chat said it, and I was like, you know what? And then I just like went with it, pretended that was my idea. As <laughs> I was gonna say, you're gonna say you did it, and then your Discord's going to be on fire if they listen to this. I know. <laughs> they were like, "Dad, you freaking liar! It was my idea, for <laughs> Like, oh, sorry, dude, I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was most likely not my idea, but. Well, it's, you know, it's a collaborative effort. Let's just say that, collaborative. And uh, this character, Jade, I think that's her name? Is that is that? Yeah, uh, Jada. Jade? Jada. J Jada, how did you come up with her? What What's the story behind her? Because generally when someone has a mascot, it, it has a story behind it, and I'm curious. Oh, um, I don't think this is a great story, but, uh, you know, well, I guess the inspiration... Well, here's, I guess here, here's how it got started. So I used to work, uh, I used to do t-shirts for this uh, company that was very weed based, mm. very marijuana plant, uh, <laughs> related. Like I'm not familiar with, like, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this stuff that you speak of. Yeah, yeah, no. it's, 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 not, it's not a big idea. You don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I did a lot of like, uh, t-shirt designs for this company. And so like, I, I was kind of, I was drawing a lot of marijuana related stuff and then um i was just like you know my, why don't i why don't i just uh you know make a character that's that's very similar to this plant thing and then it was really her hat like if you, if you look at my mascot's hat like um it's like the her hair strands kind of like resemble a certain plant that i won't name a hemp plant yeah, yeah I, I don't i don't know if it's the hemp plant but i think it's, a, it's some kind of plant <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> I just is, really liked how it looked. Is the red beanie like symbiotic or is that just happened to be red on top of her head? It's red because it's, uh, it's con it contrasts with the green. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's aesthetics. It's all aesthetics. Like it just looks good. 
because you, you were drawing her the other day and you're like this looks like a flame and I was like oh my god <laughs> like, yeah, it was really just like so I was really in that mood to draw a marijuana plant character and then I mean I mean the character is actually came really about awesome. and so it was really collaborative effort with the stream too I was I was kind of, I kind of made I kind of made it on stream yeah, I just told my original character that I created that I just love. I, I just told like my friend that I was like, "Hey, I need something for this," and then, yeah. Oh, what'd you she, say? I'm sorry. I said I just told my friend I was like, "Hey, I need this," and then they were like, "Here you go," and that's how Toast Bear was created. Oh, dude, that's, <laughs> it's <laughs> that's super interesting. Cool. I like your story <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't feel like my story was that interesting at all. It was just, yeah, you know, I, I drew some weed, so I made a weed character. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, obviously not everybody's an artist and not everybody can draw their own stuff, but yeah. you being able to do that, like, what would you have charged for your mascot and for your, like, your stuff that you you have, your, your emotes? Mm. Like, what do you feel like you probably would have charged when you drew them? Not as of now with your current skill, but like when you drew them, what do you feel like that oh. you would have charged? Well, that's a that's a very good question. Um, I would definitely charge. I can't give you numbers specifically, um, but I could. I would, I would definitely charge like a flat rate, but maybe it may be like a really high flat rate, and it really depends on how long they're going to use it. But I will still keep the rights to it, for sure. Hmm. Um, like uh, you know, owning the rights, they can't use it for anything other than overlays. They can't use it anything other than what they're using it for now. They can't put it on a shirt and sell that. They can't put it on any merch. If that does happen, I would have to get a cut from that, hmm. or they would have to license it from me. Yeah, like a monthly yeah. fee or like a uh, yeah, or just like a large sum basically exactly. giving up rights completely yeah so so what are your what's your advice towards these like new upcoming creative streamers who want to get commissions but they don't want to be like uh weeded out yeah. i guess by all the other yeah. ones i mean obviously talent's gonna shine over people who don't have talent but to a degree that's not true because you you do have to build a brand even even as a creative uh, artist that's still true nowadays instagram has played a huge part in helping that almost like the yeah. new deviant art like i know people still use it but <laughs> does deviant art even have an app like that's the one thing that surprises me <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i don't know um i haven't really i've definitely stopped using deviant art a long time ago i hope it's still around it is it is <laughs> I, I go back and check on work i'm just not saying i have yeah. one but oh you just revealed it <laughs> we're all gonna fall we're all i gonna actually fall don't know what it. name it's under i had <laughs> i've gone through so many names online so oh yeah <laughs> carbs carbs is the very first one that i've ever like hardcore stuck with uh oh that's good yeah i like it i like it yeah before that it was like I think my XXX my X <laughs> no, I actually never had like a super inappropriate one. Uh, oh, yeah. The most inappropriate thing I had was 
that even related to like a character I had created because everything was character based with me. I had a very creative mind and I was like, everything's story based. Uh, <laughs> the most inappropriate thing I had was called like Hellzoner. And the only reason why that was like inappropriate That's was edgy. just because of my age. Yeah, it was like edgy and like, you know, emo, <laughs> emo 13 yeah. Carlin was like, ah, fuck the world. No. Uh, <laughs> but we all going back, there. we all went through that stage. <laughs> like the the online persona I used there was, um, it was either angelic Seiku, demonic Seiku, or Seiku Shin. Like it, it it wasn't like this, this like it wasn't something representative of me. It was representative of a persona or like a character, mm. I guess, that I had created mm. in my head. That's pretty cool, to be honest. I hope you don't cringe at that because I think those are it's really cool. I. I don't, but, like, looking back at, like, the weird conversations I had with, like, classmates <laughs> that, like, explaining my, my like, oh. AOL or AIM name to them. Like, why is your AIM name Angelic Seiku? Um, <laughs> well, you see, I created this short story. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, yeah. I don't, um, I, don't wait, go ahead. I don't know where I was going with this story. <laughs> Or where we yeah, yeah. Where, where where were we before? Uh... <laughs> oh, Divit Art. Before there, it was uh, advice, I guess. I think. Oh, I advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a crazy tangent. Yeah, Sorry. advice. It I happens. would give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I would give artists. Um, I would say, if you do have like any of these like regulations or like uh, any anything like that they kind of want to add on to this commission i would definitely have a contract to get your streamer to sign because if if you know and it's just to weed out the bad people that won't like pay you because that does happen right uh, people who aren't willing to sign a contract yeah you definitely don't trust them you shouldn't trust or, them or even place. ask for some of it up front is what i've learned yeah. just like if they that offer too, to pay yeah. the whole thing up at up front that's great but it rarely happens like i was shocked when the one person asked me they're like i just pay up front i was like if you want sure <laughs> but yeah yeah that's amazing I, I love it when people are willing to to pay up front i mean but that that's putting trust on the artist and most likely they've been following that yeah. artist for a while and they've seen their work it's not like yeah you're trying to get new clients from the like stream or from other people generally those mm -hmm. are going to be the ones who who look for like quick quick work i guess i don't know i yeah. find the people who look for quick work generally tend not to make it or they're about they're gonna they don't have an identity yet they don't know what they want you know yeah that's also true it'll take time for them to like grow into that grow into what they should become or what they you know what they can become but um i guess other advice definitely get good <laughs> no Get good um, <laughs> but, and, and I guess advice for the streamers too, because it's not just about the artists. Very true. Um, yeah, um, definitely do your research on on you know on what artists you're commissioning, because some artists out there they be they might be stealing other people's works. You never know. Definitely check in their social media history. Check to make sure that they're active on social media and that they're. they're they're real people and you know and of course if they have other clients that they work with definitely check in on if they've uh on on any reviews
reviews for that artist on what they have to say. Yeah, like, don't be afraid to DM people, to be honest. Like, make sure you DM, like, other clients that they've had for sure. Like, you see, like, oh, I did this logo for this esports team. Well, go DM that esports team. They're very responsive. You'll you'll be surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, just, just uh, you know, don't don't be... And don't Make be a sure jerk pay. either. Yeah, don't be a, don't be a dick. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> I've seen way too many people that are like, "Why should I even pay you?" It's like, well, because it's taking. Well, let's break down the price. Okay, so thirty five dollars for an emote. Let's say an emote takes you three hours, not not consecutive, mm. just like accumulative. That's yeah. only like twelve dollars, eleven dollars an hour. Like yeah. you. you it's not a lot when you think about it. You're you're making less than some people do for their I'm not trying to like diss any other job, but then they're like I because all right, first of all, I think I as a programmer, I'm not mm-hmm. overpaid, but I think the job itself is very like people don't understand why they get paid so much and the people who do understand obviously have come from a background where they might be underpaid as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I think as artists, people don't realize that while you pay a lot up front and it seems like little work or seems like a little amount, you're paying because it costs time. Just like yeah. you would a carpenter or a, a, a machinist or someone like that. Mm-hmm. And you're also paying for the amount of years it took that artist to get to that skill level to be able to do it in three hours. There's some artists that spend a lot longer, and uh, you're also paying for their expertise, if you will. That's what that. That's what I mean by that. And I don't. I don't know if Press Easy is going to agree with me on this, but I actually okay, experienced. I actually experienced this. Um, I was getting a logo done. And the person ended up trying to like they charged me more because they they tried a new technique on the logo. Oh. And in my opinion, I was like, "Whoa, hold up! I didn't say for you to try the new technique. I asked you for X, Y, Z, and yeah. you kept on providing X, Y until we got to Z. You trying new techniques? I feel like." Okay, I'll pay for like an hour for you to try it, but I'm not gonna sit there and. Like, I'm not going to pay for the full, like, five hours it took you to do something you normally do in two. That's... Yeah, no, don't do not do that. Don't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, so so as, like, as like an upcoming artist, I would recommend that you do a lot more practicing on your own, not while you're doing someone else's work or someone else's artwork. Yeah, exactly. Any... any... And, yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. And I was just going to say... Like, I know, like, the market is willing to pay for what they want to pay for, but I don't know. I just feel like if you're charging a lot less than $30 for an emote, uh, I just feel like, you, I don't know, you're not. You're getting ripped off. Yeah, I think you're getting ripped off. <laughs> like, I, like, I but think then again, yeah, sorry. this is what the market is willing to pay for at the moment. But we, I feel like as, as a community of artists, we kind of have to, we do have power in order to, like, you know, pay what we're worth and i just don't think that these emotes are worth 30 dollars at all i feel like they should be worth more yeah i i I agree with you i think emotes are emotes brands logos like they're all massively underrated like overlays kind of depending on the like you know complexity of them 
overlays, mm-hmm. in my opinion, are pretty easy to do. Um, unless there's something mm. highly detailed like yours, where it's a full bar scene, <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but like, emotes and brands, oh God, charge more, or if you're going to charge less, make sure you're charging an hourly rate. Like, make sure mm. your hourly rate matches what you would normally, like, want, because... If you're if you're if it only takes you an hour to do a full emote, then charge ten dollars. That's like or twelve dollars. You know, charge fifteen dollars. That that's mm. awesome. You're you're able to pump out so many emotes in an hour or within a day. That's that's great. But if you're at the quality where you're doing vectors or you're doing like all these complex type things, first of all, emotes shouldn't be super complex. Because you can barely opinion. see it. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if you're, like, on a 4K monitor, the people are going to be squinting anyways, trying to look at the <laughs> emote. Um, I actually, like, enhance Discord. Like, I'll actually, like, make the text bigger when I put it over on my 4K monitor because I can't see, like, icons and things like that. Oh, it's not yeah. even, especially like, I can, when it's next to text. Yeah, like, I can read the text perfectly fine, and then I'm like, is that a dog or an emu pecking the ground? Like, <laughs> it's just, like, you can't tell. So, so with that in, in mind, you know, I just want to say for every creative streamer out there, make sure you're charging what you're worth. Make sure you're reserving rights. Honestly, I think that's the biggest thing for branding. Unless they're paying you a large sum, you're mm. missing out on branding, like how much branding costs. Like, I, I'm not saying go charge $1,000, but, you know, maybe reserve the rights for if they put it on t-shirts, you get... 10% or 20% of the profits. Like make sure you specify profits too. Like you, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so or of the overall price like cuz their profit margins might only be like $2. So it, it just depends on what they're using it on. Yeah. Um, and then and also um I guess also for streamers too. Um I know I guess for those of you, those of you streamers that are kind of like benefiting from the low prices, you do know that emotes. Oh, I hope you guys know that emotes are worth a lot more than your, what you're paying for, because uh, you'll be able to make. Let's say an emote is thirty dollars, you'll be able to make that back in like, and like maybe if someone buys a twenty four ninety nine, you'll you'll make that back in a month or two. And you know, there's a lot of value in that emote. And definitely take the time to work with your artists, like like don't pressure them into getting it done right away like i know you just got affiliate and you really want these emotes but take the time and plan them out <laughs> because good yeah. strategy is the best like we said this is a marketing opportunity you're using this across everybody's stream other people are rating their streams with these emotes it is essentially your twitch business card oh yeah and one last thing I want to uh, talk about before we uh, get going here. As a creative streamer, I know that there are some creative people out there who they don't know what to stream. Like, they, they know that they can draw. They know that they like to draw. But they're not sure, like, what to start with or, like, what to just stream, like, when you're not having – when you don't have commissions or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So – do you have any I, like tips that you could give them or stream ideas that you could give them? Hmm. Yeah, I can. I have a number of things I could recommend. Um, I could definitely recommend you guys follow the trends. 
if you want to be that type of streamer. You can follow whatever's popular and draw whatever that is. Or you could, um, you see, with streaming, your personality, I feel like that matters a lot. I feel like you could just draw whatever makes you happy. And then once people see that, they kind of gravitate towards that, towards that energy. When you're drawing something you like, um, I feel like people start to like that as well. Or you'll attract people that like that as well. So, yeah, yeah. definitely draw what you like. Yeah, and when you draw stuff you like, it we're not just saying, like, you know, one specific thing. Like, it could be fan art. It could be, like, your favorite TV show or, you know you got a new mouse and you really are digging your mouse. So you want to draw your mouse. Like I want to draw that mouse. It looks beautiful. <laughs> that mouse is thick. Three C's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that's that new razor keyboard. The freaking huntsman. Ooh, the thing. So many thing buttons. Just wrapped around big. my fingers. In, in my, <laughs> God, I, I have an issue with big keyboards. I went back down to like my, just keyboard section with the arrow keys because I got so annoyed having like a full ten keyed keyboard. It was, it was too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I guess, do you also do you have any questions for the podcast that you want to mention? Um, I think we're gonna go ahead and close it out. Um, yeah. Um, questions for the podcast. Uh, I actually enjoyed it. When's the next time I'm going to be on here? Oh, oh for me. Uh, I mean, we can schedule that soon. We can schedule that soon. For Maybe sure. If you want to come on here and talk about some other things or talk about other things there. If you guys have things that you want to hear Press Easy talk about, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm horrible with names. I will always call you Press Easy because that is the easiest name for me to remember. That so. Works. People call um, me whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and plug Press Easy right here. He has his own website, PressEasy.com, correct? It's yes. dot com. And he does – He's. are you currently open for commissions? Um. Yeah. He definitely uh, asked me to make some emotes for you. He makes emotes. He, d he does character drawings. He does scenes. He does amazing work. I, I, I want you guys to go check him out. It's P-R-E – S T E A S Y dot com just because I know that when I hear a word it takes me forever to spell it. So I'm gonna spell it out for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys can find him also on Twitter with the same handle and on Instagram. Anything same else? handle everywhere. Everywhere. He he is one of those unified unified internet people, unlike me, who go by my name, my alternative name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, as long as it links to one place, I guess. Also, I'm going to go ahead and plug uh no, actually we don't. This is where we would insert a sponsor if we had one. Sorry. <laughs> I will keep referencing Fairly Odd Parents until I can get them as a sponsor. Um uh <laughs> get Fairly Odd Parents. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> right? That that's like Contact, Get Butch Hartman on this podcast. Oh. Oh, don't I'm I'm going to go look now. <laughs> I'm going to go try. I'm going to go try. Uh, yes. So next time, actually, I'm not even going to spoil who I have coming on. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, please. since this is coming out on Thursday, this is coming out tomorrow night or tomorrow, tonight and tomorrow morning. Tom on Friday, I'm going to be uh, doing a live podcast over on 
a person called Wrath Three. He's a wonderful gamer streamer, game streamer. That's so weird to say game streamer. Um, game streamer. He's super positive, super friendly, super nice, and he has a great community behind him as well. So I'm going to go over there, talk to him about his journey through streaming and games and just kind of, you know, get his feedback on content creation and what he's found that's worked best for him. So if you guys want to go check him out, that's twitch.tv slash wrath three, three is spelt out and only one F. Um, so yeah, thank you. Press easy for joining us and on unconventional geek. If you guys want to go drop a follow and ask questions for Press Easy on our Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash unconventionalgeek, or you can even find us on Instagram as unconventionalgeek. I don't think there's a hyphen. I'm not sure. There might be. Try both. Okay. 